Can we just talk about summer for a second? The sun shining, the beach calling, and oh, the style. Macy's is your ultimate summer style destination, whether you're jet setting or just chilling in your backyard. I'm all about easy breezy outfits and Macy's has it all. From flowy summer dresses to those must-have espadrilles and Levi's skirts, Macy's has them. Oh, and those Dolce Vita sandals, let me tell you, they're a game changer for all-day comfort and style. Don't even get me started on matching sets. We all know I live in matching sets all year long, so I've got my eye on some super chic sets at Macy's. So whether you're prepping for a vacation or a staycation, head over to Macy's.com slash style and let Macy's hook you up with everything you need for the perfect summer vibe. That's Macy's.com slash style. Don't miss out. Own your summer style with Macy's. Let's make this summer one to remember. Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper. Wear it like no one else. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rapp, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in, and this is our last, as far as I know, our last episode of the year. And Tanya is out. Tanya is on vacation, but I have an amazing co-host that I'm so excited that she is scrubbing in with me today. It is Brandy Cyrus. Hello. Hello. We were just saying, I haven't seen you since Ben and Jess's wedding in 2021. I know, which kind of seems like yesterday. In a weird way, you know. I I was like, you know, just a couple months ago in November, but yeah, no, it was over a year ago. A whole year ago, yeah, it was nuts. How are you? What's what's new for you? You know what? I kind of feel like things are exactly the same as the last time I saw you. Except last time I saw you, I had laryngitis. Do you remember that? And I could barely talk. Yeah, so (laughs) I I have my voice back, which is great news. It took a whole year, but we made it. (laughs) But we're here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was like freezing cold. And I remember thinking as I was like listening to you talk, I was like, this probably isn't good for the the already no. laryngitis situation that she has going on. No, it wasn't. I also was just so terrified that everyone there would think I had COVID and like yeah. would want to avoid me like the plague. But I for that wedding, I'm pretty sure I don't know if everybody had to test, but I did test just to make sure. And yeah. I was like, guys, it's not COVID, I promise. But surprisingly, everyone was nobody like Nobody like steered clear of me. I feel like it was a f- except Wells. Wells was the only one was the only one that was like a little skeptical of me. <laughs> he was like, "You're." He was like, "This does not sound good." I'm yeah, not. Yeah, he was like, "I love you," <laughs> but no. <laughs> um. Well, what has happened since I last saw you? What? Oh my gosh, what I has know, happened? I want to say I don't know if you've talked about this publicly. So if you haven't, 
we can just cut this out. But sure. I want to say you had just gotten out of a relationship when I saw you. It was like recently out of a relationship. It was like semi-recent. Okay. So um, I, I guess that relationship ended in like March of that year. Oh, okay. So it had been so a while. It kind of had been a while, but it it's it was one of those that still it sometimes it still does feel kind of fresh, mm-hmm. you know, just depending on how I feel, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's you know, I heard somewhere that it takes you as long as you dated somebody to really be over it and healed mm-hmm. from it. Mm-hmm. And so like if you date somebody for a year, it takes you a year to really be like healed and moved on. If you date somebody for a month, it takes months kind of thing. And I kind of really agree with that. Yeah. Um, I really do. And it's like you can go months thinking you're fine and you're healed and you're moved on and then like something can trigger you and you can kind of go right back to zero. You know, it's just tough. And that relationship was a long one. It was like two and a half years. Okay, so So, it's been a year and a half. Yeah, we're we're about a year and a half. And I don't get me wrong. Like I feel pretty healed and everything. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to lie. Like there are times where I kind of regress and the holidays do it to me a little bit because we did spend Christmas together when he moved over here and like moved in with me and he was spending Christmas with my whole family. And um, to be honest, that was kind of the last normal Christmas I've had because then, um, you know, my parents are divorced now. Mm -hmm. So like that has definitely played into how the holidays are. And uh, I live in Tennessee. Half the family lives in California. So it's hit Mm -hmm. or miss and whether we all get to be together. Um, So the holidays are kind of tough. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I think that the uh, Haley and I were talking about this recently about how like the holidays can bring so much joy and they can also bring like such a hard sense of like, just like hard feelings too that come with it. And I, I was talking to one of my friends who is single and she was just saying like this time of year is like the hardest for her. And as far as like being single, because she's like, I'm watching everyone like celebrate together and I don't live close to my family. So I feel like I don't see them until like right at Christmas and it's just like a lonely season. But um, I, I do feel like being like getting out of a relationship. I, I always think to myself, if Haley and I ever broke up for whatever reason, I don't know that I would ever fully get over her. Like, yeah. I really don't know that I would ever like, even if something horrible happened and she did something horrible to me, I just don't know that I would ever get over it because she's like my first love. Mm-hmm. So were you? would you consider him your first love or did you have relationships before that you felt like? You know, I had had relationships before, but he was the first one where I really like kind of thought he I thought he was the one and mm-hmm. it was one of those things where like you know they always say like when you meet somebody you know when you know and you know like not that I not that it's like love at first sight but like I don't know there's just like a knowing mm-hmm. and I really felt that with him like I truly just thought like that was it for me and everything and so I I do think it, it hit me harder and like I hate I hate the way like what I'm about to say has like a negative thing to it but I don't think I'm gonna ever fully 100% be over him either mm-hmm. but I kind of think that's okay like I think yeah. It's kind of crazy to think you can love somebody that much and be with them for so long and like things and then like, you know, in time just fully be okay. I just I think it's okay not to be. Well, and I I was thinking about I was listening to a song and it was it wasn't like a sad like the sound of the song wasn't sad. I can't remember what it was, but it's basically talking about how like when we get into a relationship with people, we're strangers before we meet them. Like Mm -hmm. we have no idea they exist. And then we meet them and our whole life changes, like our whole world shifts. And that's like such a huge part of our lives. And then you break up and you're 
that's not there anymore. But it's like, how do you experience something so massive and life changing and not and just be able to get over that completely and never think about it again? I just don't think it's realistic and like how we're made up or maybe some people are, but I'm not. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But I agree with you. And it's like in a weird way, like I kind of think of it as in the same way as like, let's say, for instance, that I was with somebody not necessarily even married, but like in a relationship with somebody that was like the one for me or my person and that person died. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't be expected to like be with someone else and just forget that person entirely. Right. And like right. And not ever be affected by that relationship or think of them ever again. And even though it's not exactly the same thing, like it kind of is, especially when you cut somebody out of your life and don't ever speak to them again, it kind of feels like they died like it feels like a death right like in your life and I kind of just look at it the same way it's like you know you wouldn't expect someone to just forget their partner that passed away and and just like all of a sudden like they have zero feelings for them forever it just doesn't really work that way right when you um are you dating again have you started that process I've tried I've like (laughs) been on dates um and I did kind of sort of date somebody last year around this time um, and it took me, I guess a year ago is when I, when I did start seeing somebody else and it took me that long to even get to that place. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not going to lie. Like when I've put myself out there, it's just always been such a disappointment. I'm like, why do I even do this? It's like yeah. so hard to even meet anybody. And, um, I don't know. Like I like the idea of long distance because I, mm-hmm. I don't mind being alone and like I'm very independent and I have my own life going on and I'm perfectly fine not seeing somebody every day. But there's a fine line between, you know, being able to do long distance and the reality of like, all right, well, if you start talking to somebody online or on an app and you're never, ever going to meet in real life, like, what's the point? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I mean, it, and it kind of goes like it could be somebody that lives in, you know, Washington State or somebody that lives in London. It's like, all right, well, are you going to get on a plane and come here and take me on a date? Because if not, I'm not going to waste my time talking to you. And that's kind of my attitude about it. And yeah. it's hard to like, you know, there's just, just like not that many options if you really think of it that way. <laughs> yeah, you're like, listen, I'm willing to do the long distance thing, but like, I'm going to need some major effort from you yeah. if I'm going to commit to that. <laughs> yeah, like I when I start talking to people on apps or something, I'm like, I, after like two or three days of chatting with them, part of me wants to literally be like, so are you getting on a plane and like taking me out <laughs> this weekend or what? Like, is that too much to ask? do you have you ever had someone do that have you ever had i had the guy i started seeing last year he did fly to nashville and take me out that's it i like that i do i mean i don't know about him but i like it not working out yeah we don't like him for other reasons but we like him for the effort i did appreciate that effort and (laughs) and i mean I like that, like the boldness of that, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm attracted to people that like make bold moves and are, are very like confident and whatever. And um, he he did that. And I was like, that, like, but that can also come across creepy if it's done by the wrong person. So it's another like blurry <laughs> space. Becca. You're like, I don't know. You're, you're like, I need you to be bold, but not too eager. Yeah, but, but not creepy. <laughs> not creepy. Yeah. But confident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are some, okay, so- you're you're dating like how you're dating is through the apps do you have like are you like i hate the apps would you rather meet someone in person or are you like yeah i hate the apps okay but i also realize that's the time we live in and i i know a lot of people that have met their significant other that way and they're wonderful and their relationships are wonderful so it's like obviously it's possible to do um but i just think it's very hard to really get to know somebody 
through an app and via text mm-hmm. and via the phone, even like FaceTime, which is very easy to like be the best version of yourself mm-hmm. when you're talking to somebody over a phone, you know, and kind of project the person that you want to be or that you think you are and not really your true self. But when you're with somebody in person, it's harder to do that. Like it's easier to like see through those things. So that's the thing I like about m- like meeting or, or hanging out with somebody in person mm-hmm. first via like starting some texting relationship, you know? Yeah, I feel because when I think about how Haley and I met in person, but then she DM'd me like that's how I like we started talking like after we met. So technically, that's an app, you know, like we met in person, but it was initiated by the app. So I feel like right. the apps get like a bad rap, but all of my best friends have met their long term boyfriends on apps. So I'm like, it's the times we're in, you know, it and it only takes one. It only takes one to like change the reputation it's of that. true <laughs> what are your like icks that you get immediately turned off by like what are your top oh, three gosh. icks if you're talking to someone and they they do this and you're just like absolutely not you're done so a big ick for me is someone that like can't say something without also bragging about themselves <laughs> and men do this a lot you know um like for instance if i if we're talking about travel and i'm like oh yeah i you know i went to iceland last year i loved it they'll be like oh i went to iceland to shoot my documentary about that <laughs> and we was so successful and i'm like okay say you've been to iceland say you love it i don't need to hear about like i don't need you to sit here and brag to me and inflate your ego but they do that um mm-hmm. so that's a big ick to me i don't like bragging you know yeah, you're like, I, I'm not, that don't impress me much mm-hmm. in the words of Shania Twain. <laughs> Another ick to me, and this is a toughie because I understand that it can be very confusing about how to address this, but it's a huge ick to me when people go above and beyond to make sure I know that they're not affected by who my family is. Yeah, like they overcompensate yes. trying to, yeah. <laughs> yes. It's, it's not like you're dating a up and coming. I mean, it's not like you're it's not like your family is someone people have never heard about. <laughs> I know. So I, like I can I actually kind of appreciate when people address it head on, but you can mm-hmm. address it and then just leave it. Like I, you don't need to go on and on about like how oh, you know, I don't I really just don't care about that. Like I'm sure she's great, but you know, I truly I just don't care about who your sister is or or you know, any of that. It's like, okay. But that, you know, care a little because she's my sister and I love her. (laughs) Right. I need to care a little bit. But um, I feel like the people that are truly kind of unaffected by it don't need to say it. It's just kind of something that comes across. So when when someone's like verbally just like over the top about that and bringing it up like a lot, it's like, okay, ick. Like 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 bringing up how much they act like they don't know or care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the fine line? I don't know that I have a lot of single. We don't have a ton of single men, I think, listening to our podcast. <laughs> but if they were, what's the fine line yeah, of that I conversation? No. Like, I would say you can say it once mm-hmm. and then just leave it alone unless I bring it up, you know, or being like, I'm a I'm a fan of your sister. Like, I love her music or your dad, yeah, you know, sure. and it just. Yeah. Yeah, but when you say, like, oh, I don't care about that or something, it just comes across weird. Because you know they care. It's like, obviously you care or, like, obviously, <laughs> or you wouldn't even bring it up. You know what I mean? <laughs> and also, if you don't care, like, are you an asshole? Like, you don't care about my family? That's weird. Like, I don't know. The phrase don't care doesn't doesn't translate. Okay, so care but not too much. Yeah. Yeah, care a respectful amount. 
Yeah. Um, and then I would say the third ick is I get quite a few guys that like have things to say about my horseback riding hobby. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, and it varies from different things. Uh, it varies from like giving me shit about how much it costs, you know, and saying like, Oh, well, you know, you are from a rich family, of course, right. Or something like that. Like, don't do that. Like, that's not, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, and then also like, like sexual references to like, oh, you ride horses, huh? Well, that means you're oh good. On and I'm like, okay, no, like the horse jokes are not funny. Horse girl jokes are not funny. <laughs> I would never even think about that. Like, the <laughs> oh, they think about it. They but think first of all, it. the audacity to even talk about the finance, like you relax. I got this. <laughs> yeah. I don't need you to chime in or have an opinion. Yeah. And then the sexual. Wow. <laughs> it's like they think they truly think it's funny, I think. And it's like, never heard that one before. Yeah. Like, God, man. Uh, yeah. The idea of I'm not like a man hater by any means. I love I men. I kind of am. Well, but <laughs> I get it. Like, I just yeah. sometimes I'm like, how? How? are these incredible women expected to date these men? <laughs> and that's the thing is like, I feel like I know a lot of really great women who are single and I can't, I don't think I could name more than one male, single male that I would ever want any of my friends to be with. You know what I mean? Brandy, like if people are like, oh, do you, do you have anybody you could set me up with? I'm like, no, I literally <laughs> don't know anybody that's uh, in the male species that I would want any of my friends to be with. That's exactly how I feel. Like to the point where when I have this really amazing single friend, I recommend Robert, my ex-boyfriend, because I'm like, he's so sweet. He's such a good guy. And like, I really want him to find a great girl. And they're like, that's your ex. And I'm like, yeah, but he's so great. And they're like, I, yeah, I don't think I can do that. <laughs> like, well, I have limited resources of like single yeah. great guys. And I, I feel like I'm surrounded and maybe, I mean, I don't know, maybe guys, I don't know if guys feel this way about their, their boys, you know, where they're like, this dude is awesome. But like, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm surrounded by like tens, like across the yeah. spectrum. Same. So it's, it's, it's unsettling to know what's out there that they're talking about. <laughs> it's their so horseback true. riding skills. <laughs> oh my gosh. The things people say. Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. 
With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash gift finder for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades. Or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Okay, I had a question about this because you brought up about your family and I was at um, the premiere for the movie Babylon and it was like, um, you know, it was like Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, Olivia Wilde, like celebrities, like the, mm-hmm. and I was in the room with them and I was like, cause Haley was going to go up and talk to um, Margot Robbie cause her mom worked with her on I, Tanya and say hi. But I was like, I what do you say when you like, do you feel that when you go to events and stuff? Or do you feel like because you've been around it and like on like they're on such a your whole family is just like stars. And it's like, do you just feel comfortable wherever you are because you've been surrounded by it? Or do you still feel like if you're in a room with someone that you like respect or like love their work, do you still get like nervous or like anxious about going up and saying something? Yeah. Um, I definitely would say I feel comfortable being in that atmosphere just because I have been so much and I'm always around it. Um, but I 
would I'm not the kind of person to just go up to somebody I don't know, regardless of celebrity status. Like I just don't go up to strangers and start yeah. talking to them. <laughs> so that that's hard for me anyway. Yeah. Um. So I definitely am, am a bit intimidated by people sometimes. Like Margot Robbie would intimidate me just because I think she's so gorgeous. Yes. I, I literally wouldn't know what to say to her. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm sure she's dope as hell. And yeah. Like, so chill. I know. You know. Um. I definitely like athletes really get me like I feel like that's when I feel the most starstruck is like I met LeBron James and couldn't speak you know what I mean (laughs) okay okay so athletes like get me so like at the ESPYs an ESPYs party you would be overwhelmed yeah (laughs) but I feel like probably in the music like if you're at a music music atmosphere you're probably like whatever (laughs) yeah totally and and also also because I do music I feel like oh well these people I can like talk to these people I can speak their language like I can carry a conversation but somebody like an athlete or or even an actor to an extent I'm like oh I just that's so out of my world and like out of my comfort zone like I wouldn't even know how to carry a conversation you know well that's what I was gonna say because you're in the industry of like knowing when you're comfortable doing something like if I'm in an industry like if I'm in a room of people who what they do is like influencing or podcasting. I'm like, then you feel great. I'm great. Yeah. <laughs> but when I'm in a room with people who are like celebrities, like whether it's music or, or something that I'm unfamiliar with, I I am. But now that you say you don't feel comfortable going up to anybody, I'm like, maybe that's part of it too. <laughs> maybe I'm just like that makes me uncomfortable in general. But yeah, like if I'm with Haley and there's someone that she really wants to meet, like if it's a director or someone that I have no fear of being rejected by i will go up to them and be like i'll act like i'm her publicist or something and i'll be like this is <laughs> Haley Kiyoko. you should know her I love it. um but yeah i was just curious because you you grew up so very differently than i did and for most people and just like if that is something you ever deal with because you're in the industry and go yeah. to all these things too yeah i think ta- i think talking to people is just intimidating probably to me in general people i don't know yeah. Um, but like, I remember, uh, I went to like a hotel opening or something and I was with my best friend Kirsten and Johnny Depp was there. Um, who else was there? Sophia Vergara's husband. What's his name? Oh, what Joe Mad Mad Maglion. They were there, and and she was just like beside herself that Johnny Depp had walked right in front. Walked right in front of us, you know. And I was like, oh, I mean, I mean, he's cool. Like, yeah, yeah. love his movies, but like, whatever, Johnny Depp. So like, I guess like in that sense, it doesn't. When I'm in the same room with those people, I'm like, oh, they're just normal people, you know. Yeah. But it's but- the it's the conversation that's intimidating. Yeah, because I will say, like, when I'm in a room of people, if unless, like, I have a list of people who I would freak out over, and it's, like, Jennifer Aniston, I would say, like, Fair. Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, um, Chris Hemsworth. Like, there's just, like, a select where I would, like, panic in their presence and be, like, I don't <laughs> even know what I'd say. But yours is athletes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's, so. Would you like to date an athlete? Does that interest you? Well, I thought I thought so, oh. but the last one I was an athlete. I guess if you can call him that, and I just oh no, sure. <laughs> what sport did he play that we're questioning? <laughs> he played hockey, and oh, I okay. actually I hear that hockey guys are actually great. So I probably just got a bad egg, but oh, I, I was gonna know. say I've heard they're the most um, wild. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I think they're all wild. I think, I think athletes. It's like. They're all, I mean, and I, obviously there's the exceptions, but I think you're just, their lifestyles are mm-hmm. crazy. And they have women just, like, throwing themselves 
constantly. Yeah, I know. And they're constantly just in different cities and traveling around and not home much. And it's just like a setup for disaster. You're like, I like long distance, but not in this way. <laughs> yeah. Although, you know who I think is so hot? Um, Travis Kelsey from Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, yeah. He had like a reality show, right? Yeah, I think he did, which I know nothing about. I literally just saw a clip of him on TikTok and I was like, who is that? And I clicked and it's that's who he is. And I will say the other thing that's hard to find these days ugh, is somebody age appropriate. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and he, he is age appropriate. But it for the most part, I feel like the single available men are very much younger than me or much, much older. Like it's the 30s. 30s pool is, <laughs> is shallow. It's it's slim pickings yeah, wait is slim. he is he in, is he in a relationship i have no idea oh dang we're gonna Couldn't we're gonna have to figure that out after this <laughs> probably not since I'm he's like... my age probably not <laughs> oh, what yeah. what's your range of like older or younger Ugh. have you ever dated younger like much younger or much older i feel like everyone i've dated has been Usually, usually they're just like a couple years younger than me, like one or two years younger. I would say. Okay. Um. The I f- really feel like the youngest I would go is thirty. Okay. Um, and the oldest I would probably go is maybe forty-five. Forty-five. What are th- maybe forty-seven? Okay, you meet someone who's forty-seven. What are the like things that would? Because sometimes I feel like the older men you go like. The question a lot, which I don't know if it's fair because I would hate if people did this to women, but it's like, why are you well, yeah. 47? Have you ever, like single? Yeah. Yeah. Is I mean, a- I would guess that most are divorced. Yeah. Which is fine. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think that if you are going to exclude divorced men from who you're willing to date, you then you're going to be alone forever. Like, that's <laughs> just the reality we live in is people get divorced. It's very yeah. common. Yeah. And, um, that doesn't really scare me a whole lot. I feel like in some ways, somebody that's divorced would actually have learned a lot in that prior relationship mm-hmm. and hopefully done some work, right? And so that mm-hmm. when they go into another one, they are better prepared to make it work. Um, also, like older is kind of appealing to me in the sense of like, I don't really want kids, which is very yeah. the hot topic. No. Yeah. So dating older was nice for me because I'm like, hopefully they're old enough that they don't want kids or they've already had them and I'd be a great stepmom. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, this is a good conversation because I I don't know if you if you experience this, but my whole life, I always like growing up in the South thought I wanted to have kids and be married. But I, I was like, I'll be married with two kids at 25, like LOL at my life plan and how yeah. that went down. But now I... I know that I love kids. Like, I love babies. I love kids. But I, I love giving them back. You know, like, mm-hmm. I love that I'm not having to wake up early or be, you know, make the sacrifices. And I think it's obviously different when it's your child. But this is a conversation I've been, like, having recently because it's changed so much than what I thought it would be. Have you always known that you didn't want kids or is that more recent? No, it's kind of I've kind of always felt that way. I just I haven't ever had that desire where I'm like, oh, I want kids so bad one day or that's I've never like pictured my life like that. And I've never mm-hmm. like I know people that are just like, oh, I just want to be pregnant so bad. Like, 
I, I don't know what that's like. That sounds yeah. miserable to me. I don't <laughs> want to do that. Um, and I like kids are fine, but I've, I've never like I never babysat when I was younger, except for my own siblings. But, you know, that was by force. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I, I just like don't have a lot of experience with young kids. And it's just not, yeah. not ever been something that I wanted to do. Um, but I don't know. Like, I, I think it's just tough because we are kind of raised to think like, oh, you ha- you should have kids mm-hmm. and you should do it by this age. And this mm-hmm. is what you should be doing. And like my mom had three kids when she was my age, three. Mm-hmm. And that is so crazy to me. I just can't even imagine life like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so I think like I get I get shit on a lot for saying that I don't want kids, but it's, mm-hmm. I just, you know, I don't know why. I think that it should be I should think it should be a little bit more normalized, like that if as a woman, if I want to prioritize my career, you know, mm-hmm. then I, or my relationship, my, you know, whatever other relationships, that, that should be OK. Mm hmm. Well, I do think more people are talking about it now, now more than ever being comfortable saying like, I don't know if that's what I want, because it's been so expected that like as women, that's what we want to have. Like, that's what we want for our lives. But I do. I mean, in my mind, I'm like, why wouldn't we if someone doesn't want that, if they don't want that for their life, why would we encourage them for the child's sake? Like, why would we encourage that? So I do, I think it's like important to like that people are talking about it more, normalizing it. Cause I do think, especially our age group, it's like, what? <laughs> you I know? know? Mm-hmm. And it's not to be, you know, to say like, we don't like babies or we, we hate the idea of kids. It's just saying like, yeah, I don't know if that's what I see for my life. And it's a big right. shift. Mm-hmm. So this, this is why the idea of being a step parent is very appealing to me. But like, like an older step, like, like you're saying, like the kids are like a little bit older. Yes, because yeah. I actually, I really like hanging out with kids that are like in the 12, like 12 to 16 year old range. Like, yeah. I really, like when I was younger, I would volunteer um, at like church camp in the summer for middle schoolers, you know? And yeah. so I like, I, I'm good at that. I'm good at that middle school age. There's a couple of girls that ride horses with me at my barn and they're like 14, 15. And they're so fun because you have that more of that like sister relationship, you know, yeah. where they, they, they're, they're young enough that they think you're cool yeah. and they want to <laughs> hang out with you, you know? Um, but they're old enough that like, you don't have to like watch your language around them yeah, and stuff yeah. like that so <laughs> what are the 14 year olds like now like oh, I was very scary. different at 14 then oh it's so scary <laughs> they talk to boys through snapchat and snapchat only and they send each other pictures of like a quarter of their face <laughs> back and forth no text wait the guys do too yes Just the like guys a- do it too yeah or the guys the guys will send photos like at this angle like the phone's like down low and they're just like it's like half their face looking at the phone it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen I'm like, you guys are absolutely nuts. And that's how they know if they like each other, if they get like the quarter of the face. Mm, Yes. Or the down angle. That's like, oh, he's Mm -hmm. into me. Yeah. Also, all these middle schoolers are like, all these boys are like sending pics from the gym. I'm like, I feel like in middle school, I didn't know any boys that went to the gym unless they were forced because of their sport. You know what I mean? These guys like these guys like live for the gym and they're 14 years old. It's it's unreal. How do they get to the gym? (laughs) mom drops them all (laughs) i guess i mean i guess as a parent you're like yeah whatever keeps you entertained like go for it yeah i guess they're like this is better than the alternative that they could be doing wow that is very different than what what i was doing yeah it's fascinating they they are still making out in cars which oh great they've kept that tradition yeah they kept that up that's the place um you know find find an empty parking lot make out the car (laughs) 
<laughs> what uh, car? Whose car are they? <laughs> they've got older friends, I guess, and like the oh. older friends will dri- you know drive them to the parking lot and like go do something and let them make out in the car. I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> Wow. Well, I'm glad to know the car makeouts have stayed consistent throughout the generations. (laughs) Mother's Day is just around the corner, May 12th. And if you're anything like me, finding the perfect gift for your mom can be a bit of a challenge. But fear not, Macy's Gift Finder is here to save the day. My mom is the most amazing mom and deserves the best gifts. So when it comes to finding a gift that matches her style, Macy's Gift Finder is my secret weapon. From chic handbags to fabulous fragrances, they've got it all. Mom, if you're listening, spoiler alert, I'm browsing the Macy's Gift Finder for your gift. My sister is also the best mom in the world, so I want to make sure that her Mother's Day is extra special. And thanks to Macy's Gift Finder, I can easily find something thoughtful to celebrate her too. With Macy's Gift Finder, you can search by price, category, or even gift lists, like gifts that are already wrapped and ready to be gifted, gifts for the mom who has everything, or even gifts for grandma. Seriously, Macy's has something for every amazing mom out there. They even have top gifts like Beats headphones, digital photo frames, Polaroid cameras, or the Samsung Smart TV, The Frame. Now, I'll admit, I'm usually a last-minute shopper, but with Macy's Gift Finder, I can breathe easy knowing that I'll find the perfect gift just in time for Mother's Day. No stress, no fuss, just pure gift-giving bliss. So whether you're shopping for your mom, your sister, or any special mom in your life, head over to Macy's.com slash for the perfect inspiration for Mother's Day. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. They've got deals on dresses for days. I mean, every style for spring. Don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. That brand name handbag at this price? Of course. Deals on handbags? Yeah, hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Ross has something for everyone. Plus, each new shopping trip means new finds. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Presented by 21 Seeds. So, you know, because you have a ton of friends and throw lots of girls' nights, it's important to always have a signature cocktail ready to go. Definitely. And people don't want to spend all their time at the drink bar. They'd rather be doing fun stuff like playing charades. Or having a dance party on the patio. Exactly. That's why 21 Seeds Infused Tequila is a must-have. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with the juice of real fruit, which means the flavors are built in. So you only need two or three ingredients to make your perfect cocktail. 21 Seeds makes the most delicious and easy margaritas ever. Yes. 21 Seeds is smooth, fresh, and tastes incredible. And it's not overly sweet. It tastes like tequila. Just infused with real juice. Totally. And get this, 21 Seeds is female founded. Love it. Modern women, baby. Two sisters and one friend. All my friends are like sisters, so I can relate. Listen, if you love tequila like us, add 21 Seeds infused tequila to your drink bar at home. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York.
also, we normally do emails where we uh, people like write in for advice. So normally we have our producer, Mark, read them, but he's not here. So I'm going to read them, and then we're just going to give these people advice. Perfect. Um, so the first one is from Anonymous, and they say, In the last year, I've grown pretty close to my to a girl who I would say is now one of, if not only my my only best friend. Our boyfriends are also good friends, and we all have a great time hanging out together, and we're all very close. I don't really have any other girlfriends, and I really value her friendship and feel as though she would do anything for me. The only thing that makes me uncomfortable in our friendship is the amount she judges and talks negatively about other people. She will frequently comment on other people's other women's weights, looks, and outfits. It makes me sad for others to hear her say mean things about these people we don't even know. I am all about empowering women and supporting whatever outfit or makeup choices people make, so I never know how to respond to these comments. I usually end up just totally changing the subject, but how can I kindly point out that she shouldn't judge others so harshly and talk crap about people? I normally wouldn't want to be friends with someone like that, but she is very loyal and kind to those she is close with. Does this make her toxic, and should I move on from this friendship? Interesting. <laughs> so I I have a friend that I... I feel like that my, my friend isn't so extreme about it, but I do have a friend that... It's kind of her thing, you know, to talk shit. Mm-hmm. And um, I- I'll say that I feel like that stems from insecurity on her end, mm-hmm. right? It's like usually when people feel the need to comment negatively on, on other people, it's an insecurity thing on themselves. And that's kind of their mechanism for coping with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I try to do with that friend is, first of all, I, I definitely don't feed into comments like that that mm-hmm. she makes. Like, I think she wants you to laugh or wants you to like agree or whatever. And I just, I just purposefully don't do that. Um, And then on the flip side of it, I feel like I try to do my best to like build her up in any way I can just not, not, not not specifically like when she's making those comments, but just kind of all the time, just make Mm -hmm. sure that she knows that I think she's cool and I think she's beautiful. and I think she's awesome. You know what I mean? Just kind of do what I can to kind of build up her confidence. Cause I think that's where it stems from. So for me, I'm like, if you can kind of like, fix that whole issue not fix it but like improve yeah. that issue then then that then the you know the shit talking will decrease is the idea i also think that like maybe when she says something negative about something or someone you like you counter it with something positive about that person like yeah. if she was like oh did you see how ugly your shirt is you could be like i thought she looked really cute and i really liked her hair and mm-hmm. i think that subconsciously people st- like sometimes when I feel like I'm being negative or I'm in a bad mood or something. And then someone else counters it and they're like positive or like, I remember Jojo's really good about this where I'll say something. I'll be like, oh, like complain about something. She's like, yeah, but, you know, we're so lucky or, you know, she'll just counter it with like an attitude where I like check myself. Mm -hmm. And without her even having to tell me like, hey, like, don't be negative or something. I like am going away. And maybe, I mean, I don't know, maybe that's, well, let's hope this this friend is self-aware enough to be able to check herself. But I think if you, like Brandy said, like don't feed into it and also maybe counter it with something positive, that's a way of like maybe there will be change there. But also I always wonder when people talk poorly, I, I typically don't surround myself with people who speak badly about other people, but I'm always like, if they did, I've always seen that quote of like, why did they feel so comfortable telling me about that? Mm-hmm. Like, are they saying it to other people about me? You know? Yeah. So I would just, you know, try to shift the 
conversation. And also, I agree. I think it comes from insecurities of her own because I think we're we're very critical of other people when we have a lot going on within ourselves. Totally. It's easier to focus on them than us. Yeah. Okay. This one is from Sarah. I recently turned 30. I've been single for upward to, of five years, hardly even a potential suitor at any point in that time frame. And I'm at that point in my life where it feels like everyone around me is getting married, engaged, starting families, and I'm looking around at all these festivities as the only single one. It often feels like finding my person isn't in the cards for me and having kids feels further and further away as even being a possibility. What sucks even more is that my friends and relationships don't get it when I know if the tables were turned, they would be struggling just as much as me, if not more. How do you cope with being happy for everyone in your life when you feel like you're being left behind? I mean, I'm a little older than 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 her. I'm 35. But I will say, I like 30, when I was 30, I was also in a position where I hadn't dated anybody in five years at all. And like zero, zero, zero prospects, nobody I was interested in at all. And shortly after that, like around 30, what was I like 31 or 32 is when I met my ex, the one that was like, I was so in love with or whatnot. Um, And so I would say to her specifically, like, I know 30 seems old or older, but you're really just still so young. I mean, mm-hmm. so yeah, and you still have so much time. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think like the more you focus on trying to meet somebody, I don't know, I, I there's something to be said for like, as soon as you stop trying, it happens for you. You know what I mean? So yeah. if you're like everywhere you go, if you're just looking for that person, I, I, my advice would be like, just stop looking, really try to focus on yourself because something my friends even tell me now at 35, because most, almost all of my friends are in relationships or married. And they're like, you know, I know it sounds cheesy, but just enjoy the time you have with yourself because relationships are really hard Mm -hmm. and it's really hard to live with someone and not have any personal space and any alone time. Like, and I think a lot of people in relationships or in marriages kind of look back on that and are like, oh man, I really kind of wish I had appreciated that more. Um, And so I think if you can kind of turn your focus to appreciating this alone time, appreciating uh, being able to do what you want and spend your time doing, you know, whatever you want to do and really focusing on just bettering yourself and things that you're passionate about, I think that person will come. And I do think there's something to be said for, you know, it comes when you least expect it and you're not looking. I agree. I mean, I feel like just with anything in life, the more you are able to let go of the control of like forcing something to happen, the more things fall into place. It's so true. My shirt when I met Haley said no time for romance. Like that is the funniest <laughs> thing ever. Like I I was so not looking for anything. Yeah. Like I was just having so much fun being single. And I I think that no matter if you're single, if you're married, if you're in a relationship, the grass is always greener. Like you have mm-hmm. to be able to look at your life where you are and find contentment in that because as soon as you meet someone, there's going to be a moment where you go, oh, like maybe I maybe I wish I would have appreciated that time where I was just learning to love myself more. So yeah. I agree. I think it's like focus on yourself, learn to love yourself, learn to be in it and and let it be hard. Like it's okay for it to be hard and like being around people who are all in different life phases, but also maybe branch out and maybe try and meet people who are in the same position as you. Because I think like it's hard to um, like go out and meet people if all your friends are like single or have families because they're like, I don't want to go out. I want to be at home. And you're like, I'm trying to go like go out on the town. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I need someone to go with me. So I think it's just like finding a balance of, you know, letting yourself be like, dang, I really want that. And also like, but it's going to happen when I least expect it and just, you know, stay hopeful in that regard and put yep. yourself out there. Like you can't, like you do have to like, it might be scary to put yourself out there to go on dates or go to, get on dating apps, but even just getting on an app and t- learning to like, talk and flirt and banter I think is a great practice for, for putting sure. yourself out there in the dating world and the more dates you go on at least you'll be finding out if anything what you don't want yeah right? it's like you you learn very quickly like oh no, nope that's not for yeah. me or <laughs> okay nope don't want that you know and then when you do meet the right person it'll just be more clear I think so I definitely agree with you like go on as many dates as you can you got to put yourself out there like you can't meet anybody sitting at home by yourself you know no they rarely show up on the front porch. They rarely yeah. knock on the door. <laughs> yeah, I can't say I'm holding out for that. Yeah. Are you um, doing anything fun for the holidays? What are your plans? So I am staying in Nashville for Christmas, which I'm okay. actually thrilled about because my time at home has been very little this year. Yeah. Um, but um, the day after Christmas, I'm flying to Miami because okay. Miley is doing her big NBC New Year's show live from Miami. Oh, cool. um, so I booked a New Year's Eve gig of my own in Miami so I could be there and kind of spend the week with everybody. My mom will be there too. Um, and so even though I won't be with them for Christmas, I'll see them the next day and we have the whole week together. So I'm excited about that. That'll be so fun. Yeah. Miami, a Miami New Year's. Yeah. Like a little work and some play. Yeah, but that's the best. I get to like make a little money and have a lot of fun. And the best part is it's going to be nine degrees here on Christmas Day. And then the next day I get to leave and go to the beach. So that'll be oh, good too. nine degrees. That feels miserable. Yeah, it's gonna be I'm cold. actually I'm going to Louisiana and it's typically hot. Like every I, the past Christmases that I can even remember. It's been like in the 80s, which I like it to be a little cozy, you know, mm-hmm. 80 yeah. degrees in the like Louisiana <laughs> humidity is not it. No. Um, and this year it's going to be like in the 40s. So I'm like, Whoa. oh, finally, we're going to have like a cozy, cold, normal Christmas. Yeah. So has has it been is this the first Christmas where your parents aren't together? Is this the first one? Yes, it's the first one um, where they've been separated. So I think like. I don't I don't wouldn't say that this is the reason why we're kind of all spread out this year, but mm-hmm. I, I mean I think it's maybe played part of it. Like so my brothers live here in Nashville, with okay. them, which is where I live. And my sisters both live in LA. My mom's in LA, my dad's in Nashville. So it's okay. kind of like split, split, split. Yeah. Um so for Thanksgiving, I went out to LA and uh spent that time with my mom and Miley and Noah. And then um for Christmas, like my brothers and everybody will be here. So I feel like I'm getting to see everyone. Um, but I think it's kind of for the best that we're doing it that way. Cause I think it'd be really weird if we were all together except one of them. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. And so I kind of think the way it, it's not that we did this on purpose, but I kind of think it's all it's playing out for the best just because of that. Yeah, and I think it's nice to be able to, like, like you have your time with your brothers and your dad when you're at home, and then you're, I mean, I feel like you're in L.A. and, like, traveling all the time, so it's nice that, like, at least everyone's separated into two spots and not, like, all all over, right? Totally. (laughs) Well, I know that's, I know it's, like, I can't really imagine, like, the, the challenge of navigating that, and I think, like, also 
being, you know, it's like when you're an adult, I I don't know if it makes it harder or easier than if it happened younger, you know? You know, I think it's easier. I yeah. think um I think I've kind of been at a place where I mean you know, I love my parents and yes, they're my parents, but I'm at a, at an age and a point where like, I kind of have more of a friendship relationship with the two mm-hmm. of them than I do, you know, a parent relationship. Um, and I think that's a good thing. Like my mom is my best friend and she and yeah. I are just so, so close. Uh, and she and Miley and I are all three just like so close and we really spend so much time together and are very strategic about making time for each other and spending quality time. And I think that that's been so great. Yeah. Um, and so like, I'm, I'm glad we have more of that friendship relationship and that makes it a little bit easier to kind of stay objective about it all. Mm-hmm. You know, like I just want everyone to truly be happy. Like that. Mm-hmm. I that sounds cliche, but I think that what's happened is the best for each of them. Mm-hmm. And yes, it can be hurtful to us. And it, it's, of course, sad. And it's the end of an era. But at the end of the day, like if they're both happier, then I think that's great. You know, and I think yeah. as an adult, I can just objectively say, like, I, you know, I'm happy for you. Like, I'm happy you're happy. Yeah, I'm curious because it, like as you are in relationships of your own and you go through like the the process of being in a relationship and getting together and then breaking up does it give you like a clearer sense of like you're like oh it's like they're going through the same things like I'm yeah 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 and you know kind of circling back to what I said in the beginning of our chat it's like divorce happens like it's very common and um you know it can be sad and and everything but it can also be a happy thing for someone to get to start over and Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just I feel okay about it. I I don't I feel but I feel like if I was a kid and I was younger, I definitely would have a more selfish look you know, outlook mm-hmm. on it. Of course, like when you're a kid, yeah. like it's hard to not be selfish. Right. Um. So I do think being an adult makes it a bit easier. When you like say you have the uh like a friendship relationship with your parents, are you good at having like hard conversations if they like if they do something that you're like what are you doing are you just like do you yeah, feel I, comfortable having those hard conversations I do and I'm much better at it now than I was um but I I think too like when you're a kid and when you're younger I think like you, there is sort of this weird fear of like well my parents still love me if I do this or say this mm-hmm. and now at 35 I'm like they're going to love me no matter what they got us. So I'm just going to say it like it is. You know what I mean? Uh, and I'm just, I'm confident enough in my relationships with them that I know that, like, I know at the end of the day, like, like we love each other no matter what. And that's what's most important. So yeah. Yeah. And when they're messing up, I'm like, okay, let me just have a moment of truth here. Someone's <laughs> got to say it. That's a real, I mean, I'm still like, I still struggle having converse, hard conversations with my parents. So I really respect that because <laughs> I would love to be like, what are you doing sometimes? Yeah. <laughs> so just- yeah. Well, my mom specifically, she would do it to me. She'd be like, what are you doing? And I, Well, yeah, yeah so- they have no problem doing it to me. Zero just- problem. <laughs> yeah, they have no problem being the parent. Yeah. Well, thank you for uh, shutting down the year with me, scrubbing in, and so fun. being my last episode of the year. This is so exciting. <laughs> it is. I can't believe the year's over. I know it. I felt like from um, Halloween on, it's gone by so fast that I I haven't even. I bought one Christmas present. I'm so stressed. I do the same thing. I wait till the last minute. I know, but I everything. told myself I wasn't going to do. That. I was like, I'm going to order everything online, so I don't even have to go to the mall. And now I'm going to be just like that frantic person, totally. elbowing people. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But I'll be getting elbowed. Um, well, you, so um, good. Do you do New Year's resolutions or anything? Well, Haley and I normally take a trip and we do like a vision board. Ooh, um, love that. 
I'm not like a huge resolution person because I always like I blow it in two days. So it's like I don't even set myself up for the disappointment. But I always like have, you know, do like the vision board and it's fun to like do a craft where I can kind of, you know, put it out there. But one year I did my first vision board I ever did. I put this like beautiful all window cabin. It was just like from a magazine I found and I put it on my vision board and um, two years later, we went to Vermont because we went to see all the leaves and we stayed in this like really cool home and we get back and Haley brings me my vision board. We stayed in the exact cabin I, that was in like Arc Digest or something. No way. And I was like, wait, what? And I looked <sighs> it up and it was literally that cabin. And I mean, I, I just was saying, like, oh, I want to go somewhere where there's like trees and be like surrounded by when, you know, the leaves. Yeah. And I went to that exact cabin. So I'm a That's big incredible. believer in vision boards. Nice. What about you? Are you a are you a resolution setter? I'm no. not. <laughs> I'm not. Um, it's just like a lot of pressure to come up with like a resolution. But I no. do. Uh, I I do like to write like a list of goals for the year. Yeah. Kind of start the year with like whether you know like five ish just goals, just simple written down, um, just something to manifest for the new year. No, I think that's. I mean, I think it's like. I think putting out there what you want to happen, even if you do a resolution and you fail immediately or like it it doesn't last long, I think it's just, I think it's important to just put it out there, like write it down, do a vision board, say it out loud. I think it's, there's like power in that. And I um, I think that it's like easy to be hard on ourselves when we make goals or resolutions and don't follow through. But I think it's important to just try, you know, like there doesn't need to be that much pressure we there's enough going on in the world we don't need to <laughs> put that much pressure, pressure on ourselves <laughs> well where can people follow you on instagram social media tiktok and um tell people the where things. they can find yeah all the things <laughs> all the things um yeah i instagram i would say is where i'm most active um at brandy cyrus brandy with an i i do have a tiktok but i i gotta be honest i'm not <laughs> great at it i'm really it's- trying I'm trying to get better at TikTok. Um, also, I do have my own podcast. Uh, it's called Your Favorite Thing. Co-host uh, Wells Adams, who I'm sure a lot of people here might be familiar with from Bachelor in Paradise. And Wells and I have been friends for so long. And so we just chat every week about our favorite things and shoot the shit and, you know, talk talk about a little pop culture and stuff like that, which is fun. Uh, and then my mom and I have a podcast called Sorry We're Stoned that's been on hiatus for a year and we're bringing it back at the top of next year. So that's, about that. that's amazing. Do you know what's so funny? What I remember when we first met, this was so long ago. This is in like, <laughs> I don't even know, 2016 or something. Oh, my God. We met and I you were telling me something about how. Your dad loves to smoke weed and your mom doesn't like it. Oh, yeah. She's and very the, against it. But now she's not. No, now she's the biggest stoner yeah. that we know. <laughs> she truly is. It's absolutely hilarious. I mean, my parents have told us, they're like, oh, well, now we'll tell you that, you know, when you guys were kids, my mom was, my mom literally was like, I, I was so against weed that like your dad would have to sneak it. And we have, we had a, my dad has a lot of Native American um, her- heritage and stuff in his ancestry. And so he used to have a teepee up on our hill. And that was his like man cave. And that's where he would hide it. And he would go up there to smoke weed because my mom would be so mad if she ever caught him. <laughs> so fast forward now, she's literally the biggest stoner and doesn't care who knows it, which is absolutely hilarious. But I'll, I got to say, I-, I like her better stoned. Yeah, I mean, everyone's 
like a blast when they're stoned. <laughs> I mean, well, some people turn into zombies. I actually I did maybe, that yesterday at the yeah, pool. I so turned that that can't happen, yeah, but yeah. not my mom. She's chattier. She laughs more. She her she loses her filter, which is great because she's so funny, and it really is just the best thing ever. So, do y'all do the podcast stone? Is that like what y'all do? She does. If oh. we were oh, if we were both stoned, we would there would be no podcast. <laughs> You're like that's why we've been on hiatus for a year. <laughs> don't smoke like i mean i have here and there but I, yeah it's just not, not for me um but there was one episode where i did get stoned with her and literally i think we just laughed for 45 minutes like nothing <laughs> happened so i was like yeah. okay no i i tried i literally take edibles and i'll take like the most i take is five milligrams it's you know very mild but uh i was I tried to get Tanya to do it. She won't do it though. She's she's like, no, I'm not into it. But I tried to um I tried to smoke a joint. This was last year at New Year's Eve, actually. It's coming up <laughs> on a year. I thought I was gonna die. I started choking so badly that I was like, this is it for me. And I, oh, I've no. never I've never tried again because it was such a tragic experience. And I was like, I like my little gummies. Like they're yeah. safe. I know I know what I'm gonna feel like when I take them. They don't hurt me. I'm with you. Yeah, the gummies. Yeah, the gummies are the way. Yeah. Well, um, I hope you have a wonderful holiday and New Year's, and I am. I hope that I get to see you soon. Maybe next time you fly out to LA. Yeah, I'll be out there in February for like a week. It's Grammy week and um, some stuff, other other stuff going on too. So that would be awesome. I'd love to see you and Tanya and Haley and yes, we can do a dinner or something. Yeah, it'd be fun. All right. Well, thanks again, and I'll I'll see you next year. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 Seeds seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use and more affordable than in-person therapy. 
Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.